Hello. Hi. Welcome back to another episode of the Hash Wednesday podcast with me, comedian Catherine Maloney. And me, Minister Mary McGee. St. Clair of Assisi. She is the sidekick of St. Francis of Assisi. But now she's her own, you know, thing because he's dead. But so is she. So anyway, <laughs> we're going to talk about them. And we might talk about how we share alien DNA. I don't know how far we're going to get. <laughs> I don't know. Buckle up, motherfuckers. <laughs> oh, my God. It feels That's like just God. yesterday we were like, let's do St. Clair. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was. <laughs> and it was perfect, though, because St. Clair is St. Clair of Assisi. And she's tied in with St. Francis, who we did last week. And we both wanted to say something about St. Clair and totally forgot. I cannot believe that we didn't mention her. It's like his right arm. They used to call her, quote unquote, the other Francis. We were just well, so obsessed with Francis. We forgot to mention Claire. I know. Your this, favorite. Uh, <laughs> I watched this YouTube video and this priest described St. Francis as one of the most good looking saints Ooh. of our time. Time. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I'm telling you, you know what? We should sell you know, shirtless paintings of St. Francis. That would be good. Or like a calendar of like, yeah. you know, like a fireman calendar. Yeah. But it's the 12 hot saints of the Roman Catholic Church. <laughs> Who would None you want sitting at your table? <laughs> Talk about a conversation starter. <laughs> I will say this. They did mention St. Clair in St. Francis kids videos or whatever, but it was like a second, you know, it was like, oh yeah, by the way, he cut St. Clair's hair off. Anyway, back to yeah. business. And St. Clair's video was basically dedicated to St. Francis. It was. Mm -hmm. So he kind of got like three episodes. <laughs> yeah, he did get three episodes and he kind of had a thing for her. Yeah, their relationship was scandalous. That's the way yeah. it was described. They were constantly under suspicion that there may be some um, hanky panky going on. Word on the street is that he had to pray pretty hard <laughs> Because he really wanted to get with that. It was temptation. And she liked him too. Not only was he, quote unquote, the best looking saint in the world, okay? <laughs> <laughs> As per a video that got 810 views. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> he also had a killer personality. Oh, man. And talked to animals. just a total package. <laughs> he is like a wolf buddy. You know, exactly. Gubio. By the way, I wanted to, you know, travel to Assisi because it just sounds like a place that I we swear go to. to God, I had a vision while <laughs> I was of us together, like we're in Assisi, like so excited and how weird that would look <laughs> that we were excited to be in Assisi. Like I had like a little daydream that we went there. Well, I was on like Expedia. And like TripAdvisor planning our entire trip. And it's <laughs> awesome there. <laughs> I really want to go. We can go for like a week. They have really nice hotels. And then they have these like bed and breakfast, which we would say at this bed and breakfast, it's gorgeous. And okay. like this little Italian lady like makes you breakfast. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. That's adorable. So, I know. So I already like was looking into it. The plane is what's going to cost us. The oh, airfare God. is like two grand. Wow. I know. So that's where we basically spent all our money. <laughs> well, I'm going to be a lunch lady soon. So things are looking up. <laughs> <laughs> At 
me somebody sponsor our trip to a sissy. (laughs) (laughs) So that's what we're going to manifest. But they were like Mr. and Mrs. A sissy, you know, two Mm -hmm. saints, one heart. Um, (laughs) Very (laughs) hard. That's going to be my next tattoo. You know, they had a lot in common because just like St. Francis, St. Clair was born into a really rich family, super wealthy. Her dad was an Italian count and he was like super strict. (laughs) I just picture Count Chocula. (laughs) I have three daughters. One, two, three. (laughs) I figure he definitely has a cape like her dad. Yeah. (laughs) Are you even a count if you don't have a cape? St. Clair's mom was, you know, a mom, a rich mom, didn't really want for much, but she was very religious and she was super devout. So they had three daughters. St. Clair was the oldest. She really taught them all about Jesus and how going to mass was important and taking the Eucharist and all that. So all of the religion was like instilled in her by her mom, you know. She was, you know, rocking and rolling, right? Like she was yeah. like partying. I like the kids' cartoon because they had the girls, like dancing, like moving their hips. And I was like, she was in the center no of the party. They were like, she way. was super popular. Playing Probably even saw St. Francis at one of these parties. Yeah. Like, they were making googly eyes at each other from across the room yeah. a little bit. The- cartoons are weird. And also, <laughs> the sister in the cartoon, The Saints for Kids, she is a reoccurring cartoon. Like, she's from another oh, one. Yeah. I think she was a sister in one of the last Saints that we did. Maybe Teresa. Maybe. I'm like, you reused a character? Oh, yeah. 27? Maybe we should send them $5. I'll send them $5. And we us. should write from the Hash Wednesday podcast. Yeah. Keep them coming. Yeah. <laughs> I should recommend <laughs> Yeah. Maybe start doing our cartoon. Oh, my God. That would be great. Maybe they'll do that. The adult version. We could sell it to adults. It's probably like an inactive page. <laughs> And a guy named Corey's going to be like, what? Five dollars. <laughs> oh, <my laughs> oh, remember God. when we did that same series? <laughs> when we did all those mushrooms and we thought it would be funny to make cartoons about saints? <laughs> it's a fucking podcast. <laughs> Using it as a podcast. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about right We're now. We're back, baby. <laughs> Oh my God. Yeah. Those cartoons are great. They literally (laughs) had St. Clair like playing instruments and like, you know, living the high life. These are like really rich kids. So they're just kind of like supposed to be having a good time, which isn't that nice. Isn't that a fucking nice existence? I know. In the cartoon, they also said she didn't have to learn how to clean because it was just expected that she was going to have servants. Yeah. Don't worry about knowing how to cook. Oh my God. The worst part about my life is all the stuff I have to do. (laughs) Like, I know. That's the hard part. Like, could you imagine if you could just like be and exist? Oh my God. Like, work on yourself. Yeah. Just like take a break. Yeah. Like, make a salad. Oh my God. Make a salad. Eat a salad. No, I'm yeah. sorry. You don't have to make it or clean up. You just eat just, it. Just like talk to your kids without like washing dishes while you're talking to your kids or chopping an onion. <laughs> yeah. Like actually you look know? them in the eyes and engage. Yeah. It's just oh, like, hey. The high life. I know. Yeah. That's where we want to be. Instead, we're like, we're going to a sissy. We'll be back. <laughs> we'll be back. In 10 days. It's going to be on Hulu. 
you'll be fine. <laughs> you'll be fine. <laughs> Another cry for help. Cry for help. Cry for help. <laughs> okay, so oh I'm crying. She looked like she was, you know, having a good time like she, everybody else was. But on the inside, she was like super religious. All the stuff yeah. that her mom had been saying you know, it was all resonating with her. And then she met St. Francis right before he gave everything up and became the saint of the poor. And so she watched that transformation and it really inspired her. She was like, look at this guy. He comes from a rich family like mine. He felt the urge to give himself to Jesus and he fucking did it. Like he fucking did it. And he's hot. He's got a yeah. great personality. <laughs> you know, like animals literally listen to him. Oh my God. He's like Snow White. They used to have secret meetings. Yeah, they did. And they would talk about stuff like suffering and like how good <laughs> is it to suffer? And they're like so and good. fasting. Like, I love being hungry. Oh. <laughs> oh man. I haven't eaten in three weeks. <laughs> At one point, he was like, listen, St. Clair, you have to eat at least a half an ounce of bread a day. And she was like, fine, whatever. <laughs> she was like literally falling apart. Oh, I have goldfish with me just so I don't faint. <laughs> I know. I have a Coca-Cola here. Which and is I like already a meal ate. For me. Like I already ate, you know, dinner. Yeah. I don't think I can go three days. I was just reading something. And when I say reading, I mean watching a TikTok video (laughs) about (laughs) how you should fast if you Mm want to have a spiritual awakening because it like awakens all of your chakras. Makes sense. Because like when I don't eat anything and I stand up real fast, like I see stars. That's like like a half of awakening, right? Really true. (laughs) I go to space for a second. I love going to space. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of scary, though. <laughs> Speaking of scary in space, William Shatner went into space. Remember when, like, all those rich people were, like, buying tickets? And, like, oh, yeah. Going up? So he went up, like, last year, and he went on the record about his experience, and he said it was terrifying. <gasps> Oh, my God. So, yeah, he said it was like the darkest black. He can't even describe it. It was it was chilling. He did not like it at all. They say that when people tell their space stories, they're like forever changed because it just makes you realize how insignificant you are because all there is is vastness. And then you look and you see the earth and it's just this tiny speck and it just makes you feel insignificant, you know? Yeah, you are. Some people change in a way where it's like, oh, wow, I'm insignificant. So I can do whatever the fuck I want. (laughs) Nothing really matters, you know? And that's kind of cool. That's true. I know. I don't have that gene. No, I have the other gene. I'm scared. (laughs) They were like, you want like Willy Wonka, right? Like. They're like, you want a ticket? I'd be like, you could give it to someone else. <laughs> I don't want to go. I have no interest in going in space. And everybody always thinks it's going to be like fucking Star Trek or Star Wars no. or some shit where you're like walking around the ship. No. It can be soul crushing, actually. Oh, my God. No, thank you. Oh, really cool. Yeah. I mean, some people are like, I love my soul being crushed. I'm going to space. <laughs> That's their jam. All right. Have a good time. Enjoy. I guess we need this information in space. I don't know. It doesn't matter to me. I'll be dead before it matters, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Another cry for help. Cry for help. (laughs) 
So St. Clair turns 18 and her dad lets her know, hey, I'm going to go ahead and arrange a marriage for you. It's about time, <laughs> <laughs> which is what went on, you know. And so St. Clair doesn't say anything because she doesn't want to like rock the boat. I guess she thought they'd kick her out or something. Mm. She was like, I don't want to marry anyone in her head. She was like, I literally just want to dedicate my life to Jesus. That sounds awesome. That's what I should be doing. She really got inspired by St. Francis. She watched him do that, you know, and she watched him and his followers. We talked about that in that episode where he had like his followers or whatever. And she would hang out with them and they were always like so fucking happy mm-hmm. and they just felt like fulfilled and they had like a mission and they had nothing because St. Francis was like the poverty saint. He was like, you don't even have shoes, you know? Yeah. So she compared that to her dad and like her uncles and, you know, the people that she knew that were rich where they had all this money, all this wealth, and they were always so unhappy. You know, they always had a problem with someone or something. So she was like, why am I going to dedicate myself to being concerned about money and that kind of bullshit? You know, like there's people to save out there. So she had a really good perspective, but her dad had other plans. This video that I I watched one of the things that they mentioned was back in those days typically somebody would be married by like 14 or 15 already so oh. the fact that she was 18 she was already considered old and she had younger sisters mm-hmm. it would really look bad if like one of the younger sisters married before her mm-hmm. so they were really pushing her pushing her she had a lot of pressure to get married but the fact that she had waited that long there's some who think that maybe that whole time she had been really searching for a more religious spiritual route you know and was maybe like pushing it off that whole entire time but when she met Francis that's when it really started to like escalate for sure and then it was pretty abrupt Palm Sunday 12 12 she went and had a meeting with St. Francis and he said something that just set her whole soul on fire. (laughs) And she said, I'm going to become a nun. She asked St. Francis to cut her hair and she took her vow. She got rid of all of her jewelry and all of her finery that she was wearing, all her nice clothes and everything. And then they gave her, you know, a robe. So she can't be with them. It's 1212. That's a big no. You know what I mean? Like, no. Fucking way. It doesn't, you can't explain that away. So (laughs) like I gotta get you to the Benedictine so it was a convent and he was like okay you can you know basically learn the ropes because you like we talked about earlier like she didn't have to learn how to cook or clean or take care of herself everything was done for her so now you know she's gonna get a crash course and what it's like to really take care of yourself and you know do manual labor so she's living with them but she's still hanging out with St. Francis and his brothers and she's still like you know following them and stuff she had to take a vow of poverty and do all that like you know just to serve jesus and that's exactly what she wanted to do so she was like oh my god this is awesome i don't have to marry anybody i don't have to deal with my father's bullshit with money i get to actually dedicate myself to what i want to do and help everybody oh man fucking sign me up So she's hanging out with them. Meanwhile, all of her friends and family are searching for her. She didn't tell anybody what she was doing. I know. She just kind of disappeared. And 
then word got out and they came looking for her and her dad was like oh my god he was so pissed he was like you have to come with me and she was like no and then she showed her hair and that's when everybody was like oh shit like she's dead serious because you know even though that's quite a statement to make in those days it was even more significant because hair represented who she was at that time like her Mm -hmm. femininity her wealth her social status you know and the fact that it was all chopped off was such a statement Mm -hmm. that they were like oh shit this bitch is like that serious yeah and he was like last straw fucking (laughs) he just like walked away like he was like whatever because yeah damaged goods baby i can't get you off my hands you're 18 you cut all your hair off yeah all right but then 16 days later her younger sister comes and joins her agnes Mm -hmm. and eventually her mother ortolana like that name isn't that pretty? She ended up joining the monastery uh, of St. Clair's after her husband died. How crazy is that? Isn't I that would crazy? do that too. Oh my God. Yeah. Especially totally. if your husband's dead. Like, yeah. Yeah. And she was like all about that life. So it was like perfect. I think a lot of who St. Clair was came from her mother. You know, I just yeah. don't think that her mom was brave enough to like pull the trigger and, and follow through with it. But I think on some level, she probably really respected her bravery and that she really dedicated herself you know it's nice when you try to teach your kids something and you see they actually like follow through with it and then they enjoy it i know it's pretty cool that is actually pretty cool yeah yeah and that's the religion you taught her that's That's pretty pretty exciting and she's like referred to on wikipedia as like blessed or a lot of she's not a saint but i think she's in high regard in the uh, history of it. So in 1212, when she joins the monastery, they actually like build her her own little thing. And I mm-hmm. think uh, it's San... I can't remember how to say it. I think it is San Damiano. So okay. that's the monastery that is famous for you know, being St. Clair's. Women are hearing about what she's doing and they're all really inspired by it. In 1215, he ordained St. Clair as the mother superior of the house. So she was only a nun for like three years and she became the mother superior at 21 years old. That's pretty impressive. I know. You know, I know. Wasn't there, nice. Didn't they say something that there was like stuff that happened though? I can't remember. Oh, with the soldiers? Yeah. Oh, is that when it happened? It was after that? Yeah. They, yeah, because she started getting older and she wasn't feeling well, you know, because she was fucking starving herself. Oh my God. She is the first Italian holy anorexic, but they gave her some weird title with it. And I thought that was so strange. So she's laying in bed and one night the soldiers were attacking and they they were going to go after a sissy, but the monastery of San Damiano was right outside of it. So it was literally like the first thing that they hit when they were going to invade a sissy. So they get to the convent and freaks out all the nuns and they wake her up and they're like, St. Clair, the soldiers here, I think they're going to come in and like attack us. And she was sickly, but she still got up and she went and grabbed the monstrance, which is what holds the Eucharist. And she grabbed it and walked over and showed it to them and said, Oh, Lord, protect the sisters that I cannot protect now. So she said that and they said it like glowed. 
because the Eucharist that was in there consecrated. Yeah, it was consecrated. So we basically, if it's a consecrated host, then it's really like Jesus or like the Holy Spirit. Right. So it had some of that magic in it. And the soldiers like freaked the fuck out and like fucking never looked back. Oh like, my God. I yeah. know that is freaking wild. I that know. is so similar to that story. Is it St. Rita that that happened with? St. Rita. Yeah. When the soldiers came in, they said she was floating and she like, like and she like illuminated. Yeah. I think that's the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit's like, I make oh, that makes sense. Shine, right? Always making a scene. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> the Holy Spirit's such a spectacle. <laughs> it's flames. It has flames, right? I don't know. <laughs> I always picture flames and sunglasses. <laughs> I think it's like changes. It's like it morphs. I think it's like the element. I don't know. Mm. I think when I was a kid, I thought it was like fog or like a mist, mm-hmm. you know? Because they'd say, room for <laughs> the Holy Spirit. <laughs> a Holy Spirit mist. <laughs> like I what thought, scent is that <laughs> it sounds like something from body work it's holy spirit mist we should oh maybe we should sell holy spirit mist oh my god that's a great idea <laughs> you can bless it you're a minister oh my god we should sell that <laughs> okay so where the fuck are we saint francis passes away St. Clair's still plugging along. And throughout her leadership, they got a lot of pushback constantly. There was a lot of criticism from the church, specifically the popes. Mm-hmm. So throughout her career, all these popes kept trying to come at her and say, hey, times are changing. We're going to do things different now. And she was like, you're going to get the fuck out of my hut. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> Don't fuck with me. OK, I'm St. Clair. I'm going to do exactly the way St. Francis did it. And that's what it's going to be. That was that. Like she was not going to back down. So- she was so strict, like with her ladies Mm -hmm. that they were not allowed to wear shoes or anything on their feet. They weren't allowed any comfort whatsoever. They slept on the floor and they would sleep with a hair shirt, like a rough hair shirt. That's what St. Rita did. I know. That's another weird thing that they have in common. I thought that that would be the only time we ever talked about somebody wearing an animal, like a hair shirt. And the other point that was brought up in this video that I watched on YouTube with a priest Yeah, (laughs) is that he said one thing that they don't talk about is when they do this with these hair shirts that there's fleas on them and knits and like filled with vermin. My God. So it's just like an added level of suffering. That's just so ridiculous to me. Literally like you're living in a layer of hell. You know, we're just meat sacks, you know, like on this spinning fucking rock in the sky. I get that and everything, but like Choose your own adventure, man. Like, don't wear the hair shirt. You know what I mean? Like, don't go that far. I don't think it's worth it. And at the end of her life, she literally said to her sister Agnes that became St. Agnes, which is crazy. So shout out to St. Agnes of the Shout out. I don't know. know St. Agnes. (laughs) (laughs) Bring the jellied cranberry at Thanksgiving. (laughs) The can one. The can one. Homemade shit. (laughs) So I can cut those lines. (laughs) Oh, I fucking love it. God, I'll eat the whole can myself. I know. It's so good. (laughs) It's so So tart. I love it. It's the best. I love it with my um, 
stuffing waffles with the hot open turkey on them. By the way, if you're listening to this, you can make the recipe. It's on our TikTok. Oh my God. Yeah. (laughs) In case you don't know what you're listening to grandma, (laughs) it's the Ash Wednesday podcast. Oh yeah. We forgot to say that (laughs) on St. Clair's last Christmas. So this is 1251. She was so sick. So she couldn't go to like midnight mass, which was super sad, you know, because it was going to be at St. Francis's church. So, you know, Mm -hmm. that's like where she wanted to be. Yeah. But she was just too sick. And she was just like, you know what? I just can't do it. So everybody goes off to mass. And then she was laying there in her cell on the floor (laughs) in her hair shirt. (laughs) (laughs) Typical Friday night. (laughs) The way she knew. So... She's laying there and she's feeling kind of sorry for herself. She's like, you know, I really wanted to go to the church and I should be there. And she just like starts complaining, right? So she starts thinking about the fact that she doesn't have it too bad. And maybe she should just suck it up, buttercup, and shut the fuck up. (laughs) Because Mary and Joseph had way worse conditions on that very night. So, you know, check your priorities. So she started meditating on the idea of that. Selfish bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Complaining about sleeping in a hair shirt filled with ticks on a cold floor? What? At least you don't have a donkey. (laughs) (laughs) It's so true. But that's what the cartoon told me. So here we are. She's laying there and she starts meditating on all that. And she starts basically hallucinating that she has been transported into St. Francis Church during the Mass. She's like, I can see the altar. I can see the stained glass. I can see the chair. Like she can see everything. She literally feels like she's in it. And she was like, you know, she came to the realization that that was like her gift from God. You know, thanks for totally making, you know, women not wear shoes. Yeah. Do manual labor for free. So he loves that. (laughs) That was his jam. That's his G spot. Gift. It was like her, you know, make a wish. Bam, did it because I'm God. And she was like, God, I just love him so much. So (laughs) she really felt validated in that. That's good. Yeah. Happy ending, right? Yeah. (laughs) So then on August 9th, she said. I tried to hold it in. Oh, I am such a that's what she said. I fucking love doing that. Oh, man. On August 9th, 1253, Pope Innocent IV, which here is another saint, got a straight connect to the Pope, you know, Mm -hmm. like, what's up? I don't know how fast they were swapping out popes back then because i know there was like two popes in this one yeah and i don't remember pope innocent the fourth being the pope during saint francis's episode so that's why i'm like no and then it was pope urban at the end i don't know i'm confused i don't know well i think the one at the end is later on isn't that when oh that's I think when... when they declared him yeah you're right i'm looking the at patron the saint i'm looking at the end okay so Pope Innocent IV declared St. Clair's rule, and it would serve as the governing rule for the order of the poor ladies. Basically, what they were saying is like, okay, she's grandfathered in. 
So if you're in the order of St. Clair, then you can follow all of her rules. But for the rest of us <laughs> that want to live in the now, we're going to tweak it a little bit. Yeah. But there's orthodox for almost every religion. You know, there's yeah. people that are very extreme with how much uh, they dedicate themselves to. Yeah. This. And I think it's like more towards the end, she started to loosen up a little bit mm -hmm. because I think the bishop ended up saying something to her like, you know, you got to like chill out a little bit, you know, like. Mm -hmm. Uh, like the hair shirts just at least drop the hair shirt yeah and i think she chilled out like a little bit mm -hmm. but well, she still she... suffered her a lot herself like she would go on fasting for all of lent mm. and just eat like a little bit of bread every day but then sometimes go like two or three days with nothing Mm -mm. That's just but bonkers. she didn't like tell other people to do that like just she liked it. that was her special thing yeah well she told agnes not to do it she regretted that she did it she said our bodies aren't of brass and our strength is not the strength of stone Hmm. Like, you know, don't be so fucking hard on yourself. It's not that big of a deal. At the end, I mean, it's what she had. So the Pope wanted to show her respect. So that's fantastic, I think. And then she ended up passing away on August 11th of 1253. So only two mm -hmm. days later from seeing the Pope. So I think that was like her final, like, I can go now. Yeah. I succeeded. I won. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, and she lived to be like 59 or 60. I think Francis died when he was 44. Mm -hmm. She lived a little bit like you know, longer than him. So she was also able to keep pushing his, Message. you know, like le legacy along or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I think a few times after he passed, they try to like tweak it a little bit. And mm -hmm. she was on the front line saying, don't fucking touch his shit. Leave him alone. This is the way he wanted it. Yeah. <laughs> so that was pretty good. So with St. Clair, she's super popular. I know I say this almost every single yeah. episode, but she really has left a legacy. Oh, Word but if you out. go on TikTok and you look for St. Clair of mm -hmm. Assisi or just St. Clair, there is a half naked man who I think is a gigolo. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and that's his TikTok name. Oh my I was God. That's for, so like, funny. Videos of St. Clair. Like I wanted to watch little clips. Oh my God. And this guy just kept coming up with no shirt on and then he started talking about his rates and i'm like wait where am i <laughs> so oh i was God. like yeah it's so crazy somebody from the town would you know put something up or somebody that visited i wonder how yeah. many visitors they get like a year you know what i mean i know like i i would i, I think they would just love us i don't know why i would love to go there i want to go I, I, I planned the whole trip now I just need the money. Yeah. So sponsor us. Okay. So <laughs> when she was alive, everybody was hearing about this because this was kind of like a great way out if you did not want to get married and you were super devout and you really wanted to make a difference, you could yeah. join St. Clair's, which was great. Women from all over the world were coming and they loved what they were doing. So they ended up taking this back to their countries. So there's a St. Clair's in 75 countries all over the world. There are 20,000 in the United States, which is crazy to me that there's that many. And one of the most important ones is in Langhorne, Pennsylvania, which is right outside of Philly. Wow. So this I've is the third there. saint that is in Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Wow. So we should take a trip to Pennsylvania. We could go I see know. like so many fucking saints. And I don't know if you've ever wondered where the Eucharists are made. You know, the hosts. 
um, I assumed in God's kitchen in heaven, right? and then they got delivered by like a cloud a store? the next day. Yeah. <laughs> well, Why, they're actually, where do you think they're made? <laughs> they're actually made at St. Clair's in Langhorne, Pennsylvania. Are you serious? Yeah. So you could go online, check everything out. It's for Claire PA dot com do masses streaming they have videos on there there's like pictures and stuff but can you they order have, eucharist online i think it's only to churches <laughs> but i did look at the shop and i yeah. was looking at the prices and stuff pretty reasonable i gotta really? say they're calling it altar bread so i thought maybe like you know like saint rita like does stuff with her grapes and stuff mm-hmm. i thought maybe like you know this was like a bakery convent you know what i mean like you want yeah. some bread i'm like yeah i kind of do want some bread so i was <laughs> gonna order a loaf and then i found out it was the host oh. so you can watch a video of all the steps that it takes to make a host you could watch the whole fucking thing so that's really? what i streamed and I kind of like was on the edge of my seat, you know, I was like, what's going on over here? So they show everything, but they have like a flat, it almost looks like a panini press. That's what they do. So they somebody mixes it up and then someone pours the stuff on this like flat iron thing and then they stamp it. And then somebody puts it in the humidifiers. It has to be in the humidifiers for like two to four days. And it's because, you know, it has to get a little like sticky so that yeah. they can like cut it say, out. How does it get so like whatever that texture that like styrofoamy? <laughs> I would it, like melt. Feel so naughty sitting there eating host <laughs> in front <Yeah>. of Netflix. <laughs> Just oh eating God. host. <laughs> Every time I do something bad, I'd be like, "Gotta eat a host. I gotta yeah. cleanse oh my myself. God. I gotta I'm cleanse gonna, myself." I actually think that that's how we can cure ourselves. <laughs> so. I'm going to really see if I my hands on a bag of these hosts. I think it's illegal. They're not, you know what? To eat they're not the host they're not on blessed. your own time. They're not blessed. That's why they can sell them because the priest blesses them <laughs> in the church. So I think that we might be able to get these hosts. Could you imagine if I find out my kids like love hosts and I am sending it as a school snack you <laughs> in a Ziploc go. bag? <laughs> <laughs> they're like training it somebody leaves it in their bag their mom sees it like Wait, where do you where get the a host fuck from did you <laughs> just go to poor claire PA. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, oh by the bulk <laughs> we sell it you bless it so Could you imagine yeah. if they started selling hosts like at school because nobody else can get them nope we get the hookup so this is what i want to tell you there was a sign with this one because you know i always look for signs right so the address of saint Clair's church in pennsylvania is 1271 langhorne dash newtown road and i was like no 27 way. and i keep saying i want to move somewhere i want to go to a new town i, know. I don't know I was just like that was pretty weird i know but not a new town with like horse and buggies <laughs> no 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 i can't move here yeah i thought that was crazy they've been making the host st Clair's for over a hundred years i was like wow, wow that's a long time now i want it even more i know and when pope francis came to the united states in 2015 he did a mass in pennsylvania i believe and they had to order 500,000 hosts like total so they ordered 100,000 hosts from St. Clair's. So if you attended one of those masses, 
chances are it was probably a St. Clair's. So how do you wow. like that? Yep. That was pretty cool. Kind of put them on the map, you know? That's very cool. And I went down the rabbit hole about nuns and just like, you know, it was like looking into stuff and um, I saw something. So basically there's like not going to be nuns anymore. Oh, really? Yeah. So it's just kind of like not a thing. So I mean, it doesn't sound fun, but why? So according to a study that was conducted by the Center uh, for Applied Research in Postulite, they did the study in 1965. There were 181,000 nuts. Then they did the study in 2014, and there were 49,883 nuns. And then when they did the study in 2002, they realized that there was less than 42,000 nuns. So they're predicting that by 2042, there'll be like 1,000 nuns total. Wow. So they're just basically like becoming extinct. So a recent article actually on ABC News, it was on July 27th, 27 again, 2022. I know, right? And it's 727, which is our area code where I live. Wow. I know we sound like we're fucking crazy right now, but no, I I'm a get numbers it. person. I know. No, I, I look for that too. I'm like, ooh, ooh, this all makes sense. So they did the article and they basically started looking into like what's happening. Like, why is no one like joining up for this anymore? You know, and I did a little bit of research. It comes to find out like the Catholic religion, this is the number one religion of people leaving and converting. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. And it's like one in five are leaving and just not participating. So, you know, that is becoming anything like Buddhist or anything. Yeah. Some are becoming Buddhist, Wicca, I mean, Judaism, you know, some people are atheists. You I know. thought about becoming Jewish. Yeah. I mean, I don't know Catholics why I was just looking kind of... into different religions and mm -hmm. I don't know. Well, Catholics believe everything that Judaism believes. We yeah, that's why it was a pretty easy switch. Yeah. You just don't believe Jesus happened. And then I was like, it might be good for me to like have like all like the rituals and stuff like that, you know, to keep mm -hmm. me busy. Yeah, that's what you need. A really <laughs> strict religion that like gives you guilt if you don't do it right. Yeah, well, that's totally. what I'm used to. <laughs> I'm more like free flowing now, like more like in the Buddhist field, if anything, yeah. but not, but you know, totally. not really anything. I feel like I'm nothing specific, but I really like the stuff that I like from different things. Yeah, that's, you what, know? that's how I am, too. I'm kind of like at a buffet, you know, where I'm like, oh, yeah. I like this. Oh, I like that. Oh, that sounds good. That's I know. I usually get like three plates. That's what we do. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. And I also don't think there's anything really wrong if you have a religion that you love today. Yeah, I mean, no, me neither. I, I'm like, that's cool. I, I think, you know, as long as nobody's hurting anybody, like it. Well, I think time. everybody's looking for the same thing. I agree. Mm -hmm. If you want to become a nun, it takes about a year to two years, you have to be 18 to sign up and you can't sign up after the age of 40. Really? They don't want you. Because you're not really sacrificing. 40 is still young, but I mean, like, mm -hmm. I guess if everybody waited until they were like 70 to go become a nun, you know, you're or like 80. at the teat of the Catholic church. 
Like maybe yeah. they see it as like, oh, like you're not you're coming giving in now up. when you need medical. So we're going to yeah, have these exactly. medical bills. Yeah, that's what it is. You know that? That's exactly what it is. But that's what I would do. Like, that's what I was just thinking. I, I, that oh, was that always my cool. plan. I wouldn't have to like pay bills or anything. I would just mm-hmm. have like a bed to lay in. That sounds nice. Yeah. Get to garden or learn how to garden. Mm-hmm. Somebody teach us how to knit. Yeah, you don't have to pick out clothes. Oh, no. But Your you head's always warm. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> That's so comfy. Very comfortable shoes. Yeah. You don't have to worry. You're on your feet a lot. So you can have good shoes. Well, they get paid a decent amount of money. What so, do you mean? Yeah. The salary on average in the United States starts at $24,370 up to $69,000. Wow. I just figured like, you know, they gave you like a stipend. This is like a nice chunk of change. I didn't really, yeah, I didn't really think you got like anything. I didn't know how it worked. I thought, yeah, I thought like they took care of everything. You know, you bought clothes and stuff because you got to have. Like, I didn't even, oh, I didn't even think of that. I just assumed that they just always wore their nun clothes. <laughs> yeah, but they 24/7. got four seven. Oh, I used to always think it was weird when we'd see our teachers in regular clothes. Yeah, we saw oh, them yeah. in like I sweatpants had a of nuns too, but they didn't wear ever wear. Not nun even clothes. on like field trips. Like other different levels of nuns or something. Well, there's more like devout nuns. You know what I mean? There's like there's some nuns that don't wear a habit. There are some nuns that do. There's some nuns that wear the whole outfit. They mix it up. It's like uh, do your own thing. Patricia wore the habit, but nobody but they, wore like the full getup. I don't think I had any nun like that the wore whole the like full... black and white like Whoopi Goldberg. No. Nobody wore that. No nuns. They're great. so you want to hear something crazy yeah and further down the rabbit hole and i found out who was the youngest nun ever in 1313 queen joan was born there was this family drama that went down with queen jones's family she ends up marrying this guy i don't know a bunch of shit went down and by the time their daughter blanche was seven years old they became king and queen so they named Blanche, and her official thing is Blanche of France. So they named her Blanche after the queen's sister who was involved with all that drama. They did it as like like a dedication to her to try to like make things right. And so when they became king and queen, they decided that they wanted their sacrifice to be that they took their daughter Blanche and make her a nun. At seven years old. Oh my God. Yeah. They make up some agreement with the church. I know that they can see her like often. Like basically they were like giving her away. But they still wanted to have some type of relationship with her and like check in and make sure she's okay. So after a little while the Pope came in and was like again here comes the Pope. And the Pope comes (laughs) in and he's like hey you gave her up fucking that's enough and he nixed it i looked into it she's not a saint but she is the youngest nun of all time and that was in 1328 the seven-year-old became so a nun. sad i know it's fucked up right seven is still a baby i know uh shit so she was the patron saint of i know laundry was one of them i didn't have that yeah, because I was thinking like we could make a TikTok no, I think that's video, awesome. you know, if you have like a shit ton of laundry or to, did your washing machine just break? St. Clair has a magical side to her, like a lot of saints that we talk about. Her monstrance, the thing that she held that has the Eucharist in it, it shined, right? We talked about that. So that image, the beaming moon, 
that image is used by the Haitians to represent like it's it's like the resemblance of mermaids. I don't know really? how the connection is, but yeah, that was in that book. So her imagery is used voodoo. So that really? was pretty, yeah. And like spiritualism yeah. and like Wicca and like all that. She's like a prominent saint that they invoke. Candles that are dedicated to St. Clair, those ones that have like the picture on them. Mm-hmm can use them to acquire foresight, second sight, intuition, and uh, prophetic dreams. So if you want to really? know the future, yeah, burn a candle and she'll help you on that journey. She's also the patron saint of psychics, fortune tellers, and mediums. There's a dollar store by me that has saint candles. Oh, they definitely do. I used to buy them, usually St. Jude. I definitely and saw St. Jude. Like the Sacred Heart one where it's like Jesus. They usually do the Lady of Guadalupe. Yeah, I've been seeing her a lot lately. They usually have a few of them. I used to get them all the time because I'd light them and be like, please. And I just like <laughs> put a fucking lottery ticket by it. Please. Just fucking please. Be nice. Don't use that language. So remember when she had that vision and she was on Christmas Eve that she was at the mass and all that shit was going on. Yeah. So because that was all vivid and everything, they decided to, and I forget what year it was, but it was Pope Pius Twelfth ordained St. Clair as the patron saint of TV and computer screens. God, like 1958. Yeah. When basically when TVs came out, that Pope was like, you know, who should be the fucking saint of these things? Fucking St. Clair. That's I know. I always wonder like how they do that with modern things, how they, you know, allocate somebody to something so modern. Like how do they, like, mm. is that official? Like who signed off on that? Yeah. I don't know. It makes me question. Usually when somebody is like St. Francis of Assisi is the patron saint of animals. So if you look at fountains and stuff like that and bird baths, usually there's like something to do with St. Francis of Assisi in it, like in the the architecture or whatever, in the design of it. So I never heard anything about St. Clair. Her sister Agnes um, was a saint too. I didn't do much research on Agnes. She was only 15 when she joined and she eventually became a saint herself. We'll do her for sure. I think there's a video and I know she's in the book. I mean, we could do her and just wrap up the Assisi's. Oh, yeah, that's true. We could do that. That sounds perfect. She's also the patron saint of embroiderers, needleworkers, gilders, goldsmiths, anybody that works in TV, telephone. And she's the patron saint of those who are not loved. Oh, my God. Yeah. So if you're feeling lonely and unloved, St. Clair, your buddy. It's pretty good. Poor St. Clair. I know. Maybe because she couldn't be with the one that she loved. Maybe. If you want to provide a little offering to St. Clair, if you're doing a ritual or you want to just hang out and say what's up, she adores music. So play her some music and dedicate it to her. So if you're doing like karaoke, be like, this one goes out to St. Clair. Johnny used to work on the On the desk. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) You went on track. He's down on his luck. Okay, so you can do that. This one goes out to St. Clair. <laughs> could you imagine if we really started doing that? We should like, start doing it. I might oh start doing God. it whenever I we do karaoke. Love. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, don't forget St. Cecilia, though, because she'd be like, hey. Uh, oh, yeah. Patron saint of music over here. You guys didn't That's even true. sing a song. 
<laughs> Eggs. She would say that. I know she totally would. She's like, just joshing you. <laughs> so just Saint Cecilia. Cecilia. She's always so silly. <laughs> Sometimes I call her Saint Cecilia. You know, like she's. I Cecilia. call her sis. I just call her sis. <laughs> so eggs, water, and Santa Clara Mexican vanilla liqueur. If I ever see that shit, I'm going to fucking buy it and put it in my coffee or put it in like a milkshake. Mm. Yeah. I'm always so hungry after this. I know. I'm so hungry all the time. Me too. And that's officially St. Clair. Yeah. One badass bitch. You want to get in my face about shit? I'll cut all my fucking hair off. Okay. I know. One felt swoop. You still can't believe she did that. You cut like, all what? your hair off. I've cut all my hair off. Yeah, all it the feels time good. I do it. Yeah, it's like, fuck everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so I have no hair now. I hope you're happy. <laughs> oh, and I got bangs. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you did this. I have bangs right now, and I never have them down. They're I know whenever I get bangs, I do that too. I forgot Once, that you had bangs. Because I was so intimidated to have bangs, but I look great in bangs. That's I know. The, I, I do, do too, except I have to flatten them because they curl in different directions. That's, I don't have that problem. So that oh. sucks big time. Yeah. Once I realized you could just like pin your bangs back, game changer. Yeah, I was like, like, oh my wait God. a minute. When I don't want these, I could just take a break. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> clip on, clip off. <laughs> yeah, this is like perfect. Then once they go up for a couple of days, then they never come back down. And then I know. I get them cut. I remember those days. Yeah. I'm sure I'll see them again soon. <laughs> yep. Nervous breakdown. Five, four, three, two, one. Another uh, for help. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the conspiracy? What do we got? So I was thinking of talking about what you had sent me about us possibly having alien DNA. Yes. So I did look into it a little bit. I didn't want to get too crazy because my kids already were like <laughs> telling me um, that I'm basically a flat earther because my whole um, hollow earth theory. And I'm like, guys, no, we're not, we're not flat earthers. We, I was saying that it could make sense. Like in the theory of if there's an ice wall, that's basically we're being gatekept. Yeah, that's how I feel. But I think, but I think the the planet is a circle. I think it's a circle. I don't know. Me too. I know, but I was like, let's let's clear that. But I was also saying, like, listen, we are all just here trying to figure out the world and you know what we're doing here. And it's all in fun. Like they were getting all scientific on me and explaining things. And I'm like, bro, I was like, (laughs) but they're so smart. I wish they would get into like quantum physics and then teach me shit because I'm too stupid to learn it myself. (laughs) Yeah, they're brilliant fucking kids. So I can see how we sound crazy. We say we sound crazy every single time. They don't listen to it. I do read them my notes. Oh, they have to listen to the episodes. I'm like, well, I have information that Sir Isaac Newton, he's like, oh my God, sir. But it's all true. I don't know. We just have to get the smokers, like people that want to just unplug and just listen to us ramble about what we think when we're high. Because that's all I know. And it's so much fun. And I do believe in a lot of weird things. And I have to have an outlet for it. Totally. Because I can't talk about it with. Anybody, Anybody in my family because they think I'm insane. <laughs> yeah. 
I'm also deemed insane, but that's okay. Yeah. And the other thing is they say that other people are just a reflection of who we are. That's true. When somebody criticizes me, I try to pause and remember that that's a version of myself that's just self-critiquing. Really, really, really that's fucking really hard. true. So I try to remember that even if I get pissed off and like, you know, whatever, I, I have a reaction to it. But I try as much as I can to be like, this is your worst nightmare because it's you fucking saying it to yourself. So yeah, you can't really be that man at that person. Fuck them. That's a version of you, right? That's what you think. <laughs> that's true. That actually is true. That's what all yeah. those books say. That's what it says. So if you try to apply it in real life to real life experiences, like you got to start somewhere, you know, actually one of the matrix theories is that there's really only one consciousness, just having experiences in all different forms. And that we're really just all one singular consciousness, mm. but having, you know, all like these tr- experiences. trillion experiences all at once. Wow. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but it makes sense when you line it up with some other theories, you know what I mean? I can, I can see that some people might believe that. Exactly. I can see it. Me too. You sent me that video on alien DNA. Yeah, there was a scientist. It was in May of 2013. And um, I watched the video and I was like, oh, this is really interesting. And it sounds very believable to me. And I'm like, do I want to talk about that? Do I want to get into aliens? But then I was like, yeah, I do. Because... This is very believable to me, you know? Yeah. It was on but, Ancient um, Aliens, that show. Yeah, that, that show has... Ancient Aliens that I mm-hmm. learned about from you. I, I didn't know anything about that, but it, I really oh, like that show. I keep, thinking, I keep thinking it's the History Channel. And I'm like, is oh, wait, I'm watching Ancient History Aliens Channel? again? I don't know. Or History they... Network. I don't know. It's such a great show. And they have a couple of seasons on Hulu. And then once you watch one, it kind of rolls into another one. And then before you know it, you're like fucking three hours in. Well, so that's what happened to me. That's why I was like late to this podcast (laughs) because I kept watching videos on it. So it was um, two scientists. They published a study that they did on the human genome. They found that there was a code that contains these mathematical patterns and an unknown symbolic language. They looked into the human genome and found what seems to be an extraterrestrial stamp on our genetic code. It's like a mathematical code and it occurred. I was high when I wrote this and I just keep repeating (laughs) mathematical code. And what else do I keep saying? I think they kept saying it in the episode. Okay. So yeah. So I yeah. was okay. you're probably just jotting down as they were saying. I think it. that's what was happening. Mm-hmm. And then I couldn't remember what I was talking about. So I had to read off this paper. Okay. And it occurs nine times. Okay. In the strand. And the odds of that happening are one in 10 trillion. Yeah. So the thoughts are that there was some kind of manipulation. They basically came here and seeded. Which yeah, is such that's, a crazy term to me. It's but a theory that's there's an ancient astronaut theory mm-hmm. and it's called, you know, pseudoscience. But a lot of people do believe that. And I think I, I believe it too, that intelligent extraterrestrial beings existed on earth and they made contacts with humans in prehistoric times. There's a common position. This is according to Wikipedia, how it's described. There's a common position that religions are extraterrestrial in origin and advanced technologies brought to earth were interpreted as evidence of the divine 
statues by early humans like oh my god what if angels were really aliens or whatever mm-hmm. like extraterrestrial you know sightings so that's what this theory is that really mm-hmm. in all of these times of heightened spiritual experiences and you know people being visited by angels or whatever actually extraterrestrial beings mm-hmm. and according to this whatever they did to alter our dna mm-hmm. is what really gives us our intelligence so we're really like organic ai intelligence is what it said on that ancient aliens ancient aliens that's what they mm-hmm. said and it and is on the history channel yeah oh okay yeah. but i thought that was interesting yeah i was they, like whoa it was like because of that google um that voice google like ai mm-hmm. that they believe has a soul and they were asking her certain questions and her answers were very eerie like she is a, a being damn uh yeah i know suck. but are we the ai of the aliens that's what they think Fucking i'm going back aliens. to bed like i don't like want from- i don't want to know any of this this is very upsetting i always kind of figured that i just want to be regular okay and i want angels to be angels it is an angel like it's just not the way we think it is. Like, I know. It's just... And then I'm reading more and then it's getting into the matrix and how we can mm-hmm. be a video game. And I'm like, come on, man. I know. It's intense. There's too many things to be worried about. Yeah. No, I'm I think... like, am I in a video game? I, I don't know. Keep like, who watching. is playing me? Whoever you are. <laughs> Get your shit together bro yeah because like but the lesson is we're controlling ourselves maybe that's the lesson maybe and they're just like up in a control room just like watching it all unfold yeah show times like doesn't she know that she's holding the joystick the whole time (gasps) do the thing that you really want to do if you want to get a good outcome i say to myself all the time like if you want more then you've got to show the effort and then i have a nervous breakdown Another yeah. cry for help. Cry for help. So. Oh, and then in the um, Pyrenees Mountains, mm-hmm. like these people, they all have the same um, like blood type and it's RH negative. Oh, and this is like alien blood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they all have it. And only 15% of the whole population has it. And it's in Europe. Most of the world is RH positive. And those two um, blood types really should not procreate. Was this also on Ancient Aliens? I mean, I didn't see it on there on like, the episode I, I watched. <laughs> but <laughs> you're not jumping in here. Is no, but I'm like, where am I getting? No, but where am I getting this from? Um, <laughs> so they're not supposed to procreate. They're not supposed to they procreate. Can... Yeah, mm-hmm. like the, if the father has the negative and the mother's positive, her body will try to kill the fetus. Oh God, I've heard about that blood type. Like, if I know I don't have it because if you have it, they'll like literally try to take as much of it from you as possible. It's like gold in the medical really? field. Yeah, it's like magic blood. So I've seen things on like TikTok where this woman, she went in for like, I I don't know if it was like a car accident or something, but it was something where she did not need to have her blood drawn really. But they were like, let's just draw it just in case. And then once they realized that she had that type blood, they kept drawing it and they kept saying, oh, we're going to discharge you tomorrow. Oh, we got to just run your blood again. She was like, they've taken like eight vials since I've been here. That's so sick. Mm-hmm. People play big bucks, big bucks for stuffs. 
Oh my God. Oh, and you could have an extra vertebrae if you have that blood type. Oh shit. They don't know if it was evolved from like a different species of human or if it was an extra, you know, extraterrestrial type situation. I don't know. I mean, you find out that our DNA is stamped with it, then why wouldn't like, blood be? Can, can like everybody just get together, like the CIA and like all like the crazy people? Like, can we just sit in a nice circle and just have like a talk? Wouldn't that like, be a fun just documentary like to do? What's going on? Because I'm really like, getting very afraid here. That's <laughs> like, a good documentary. Like the CIA, like the ex guys that know all this shit, like people that worked at NASA, mm-hmm. all that. And then the conspiracy theorists, and then they literally just like, like Q&A. hash it out, like just have a powwow, chill, good just vibes. Just tell us what's happening. We can handle it. I just need to know like what part I'm playing. Set up on lie detector tests, you know. <laughs> yeah. And we give them truth serum, and just keep it real light. Yeah, just keep it light. <laughs> <laughs> and then we waterboard them if they get it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> just uh nothing serious <laughs> oh man yeah i think that would be great like there was this physicist or whatever and she was like this is such a humbling job to have the more you learn the smaller you feel yeah it's suffocating. like I could imagine not even wanting to know anymore because it's just too much. You're just yeah, and you just realize it, it, there's never ending knowledge. Those people across the street haven't put their trash cans away since <laughs> one p.m. yesterday. <laughs> the deed restrict neighborhood that we live in is real particular about leaving <laughs> the trash cans out, and it's like. We don't matter. We are a speck of nothingness. None of this really matters. So I know. Just take it easy, baby. (laughs) 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 When I'm I'm two podcasters go missing, (laughs) one clue left. A recording. <laughs> oh God! I can see the investigators like, wait, 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 wait. You gotta smoke first. You definitely gotta smoke first before yeah. you listen to this shit. You can't listen to their shit sober. We tried. You gotta smoke and make sure you plan a good snack for about mm, forty-five minutes in. I know. And if you watch that Ancient Aliens, like they continued the conversation about the DNA being here. So they thought one of the Egyptian pharaohs was definitely an alien because he had this like super elongated head and his face was like skinny and narrow. His body type was like pot belly and like sunken chest and his shoulders weren't broad and all the other pharaohs at the time, like when you see all their, you know, statues and shit and all their like hieroglyphics, like everything's like you know, upright and perfect. Yeah. This guy was like, I'm going to let my shit hang where it may. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to hide. I know, my it's crazy. Self. I know. And then they even say that, like, the pyramids and, and a lot of the structural things that still exist from these ancient times that they don't understand what technology that they use. Mm-hmm. And one woman said the technology that they used didn't exist or something along those lines, but the mm-hmm. technology was of the gods. So they were divinely made, but they weren't. In that ancient alien episode, they believed that the pharaohs would be 
basically direct descendants of the space gods and they definitely believed in extraterrestrials and like aliens oh they did yeah they thought they were space gods yeah they thought they oh were then space they probably gods. were we probably just washed over that in history what's crazy is is that that elongated thing it's in a couple of different places in the world which is weird because it all happened at the same exact time in egypt in africa in asia in all these different places, somehow they all just started fucking doing this trend. And there's like nothing to connect them other than the fact that it was fucking aliens. And they all said within their tribes that the sky gods were coming down from the heavens. Mm. In China, there was the golden dragon, which they believed was just like code for like this, you know, for aliens or whatever. This god or whatever, or this alien saw China as like, has so much potential. Like, why haven't they hit like prosperity? Like he was like rooting yeah. for his own team, you know? So the golden dragon came down and like hooked everything up. And that was when China hit its great era of prosperity and the last thing that this alien did for china we really sound crazy <laughs> i'm like on the edge of my seat i'm like what did he what did he do was the um great wall of china really so, yeah so that's what the ancient alien thing said so they do the wall of china and then he's like you guys i got you the furthest that i could possibly do like the balls in your port now like i gotta go and he jumped back on the freaking dragon Dragon. They said in the belly of the dragons back in those primitive times, like, how do you say spaceship? So they were like, what are we accustomed to? And they're like, well, dragons, which I was like, that didn't make sense. But I was like, whatever. <laughs> so they think that it's just like a metaphor for it. But that is what happened there. And then there's this African tribe that does the same thing with the elongation. And they like bind their, their heads as babies to stretch it out. Oh, my God. So they're fucking skeletons, like it's elongated. They talk to this Native American tribe. They have these rituals every single year dedicated to the aliens and all their technology and all the gifts that they bestowed upon them. And it's like celebrated and taught to the younger generations. And they put on all this special, you know, wardrobe or whatever and costumes. And they do all these dances that are dedicated to the aliens. Are you serious? Dead serious. You got to watch that episode. Then the North African tribe, same thing, elongated binding to, to, you know, give tribute to the aliens. They have a mass that they carve out of wood. You know, that's their tradition. They tell stories through their mask. So they wear them and it's like at the top, it looks like, you know, like a stick figure and it's got its arms out and its legs out. And it says that it's supposed to represent opening yourself up to the universe. Like I accept, like flow through me, do your thing, not in stock. Wow. Either. They wear all these masks and they do all these dances and rituals and they do this whole festival dedicated to the aliens that came down, did stuff for them. Interesting. So everybody else is kind of talking about it. And now our government is talking about it and the Canadian government's talking about it. So it's like, I know. Can we have a little press conference over here? I know. That's what I, I want, like a up? circle time. I just want like everybody to explain to me like what's going on. Oh, the thing about the North African tribe mm -hmm. is that when these explorers went in back, I think it was like the 1940s, they were like, hey, tell us your story. 
you know, what's up with your tribe? What do you guys believe in? Like they were doing a little study about them and they were really specific. They were like, our people come from the sky and they pointed out a very specific star. They told them, hey, we're from, forget the thing. It's like, it's like Sirius B. I think that's what it is. They wrote all that shit down, you know, wrote a whole thing up about it, completely out of the way from everybody. No communication for hundreds of years. They've been celebrating this and this is what they've been passing down. Well, that star wasn't discovered until 1970. It was really? not seen by the naked eye. Yes. Holy and then, shit. And then they had this like tool that they said that the aliens gave them. And the tool, this guy was like showing it like it's an astrologist. And he's like, the two points on it, basically, if you line that up to the constellation, that's where the point A and the point B are. So there's like no fucking way that this tribe would have known like this fucking instrument. There's just no way. Wow. Like mathematically, it's like a perfect fit for it or whatever. It's just crazy. That is crazy. So it's like... I don't know. These people dedicate their entire life to this and it's proven scientifically a lot of this stuff. I guess it's hard to accept because it sounds scary. It is scary. And it's unknown. Like we don't know what can happen. And even though they've probably always been here. Oh God. You know. Yeah. I think it's more than some of our minds can probably handle, right? Yeah. Because that's how I'm feeling right now. (laughs) Yeah. I'm in the closet. Did you see me look away? I was like, I'm I'm looking at the door because I'm like, what if an alien just like popped up right now it's like hey be terrifying terrifying what if they because take over I, everything i've talked about it on the show like i can't I'm, be a slave or anything like that oh, like i god. literally can't you don't understand how oh. tired i am oh god <laughs> can i be like a sleeping slave i don't want like do, do you this. is it like solar energy where like i can just sleep and feed into some bank and then like yeah. you guys take a power like and a, i don't want to go into space either william shatner made it sound super scary <laughs> He said exactly what I have always thought it would be. Yeah, I can feel it and I don't like it. It's cold. It's very cold. (laughs) (laughs) No, thank you. I just can't. I just can't do it. I think it's crazy when people want to go up there to me. It's just horrifying. I know. I get motion sickness if I stand up too quick or if I'm chewing too fast. So I don't think I'm going to make the flight. If you go on that, what is it? Astronomy and physics page. Mm Mm-hmm. On Facebook, they have a recording of the sound of a black hole. And I can't listen to it. And that's what I imagine when I think of going to space. I don't want to listen to that. No. But and I know, need to know, like, what's going on with the aliens. Like, somebody's going to tell me. I don't want to be here freaking you. out. Hmm? <laughs> they are telling you. I don't I don't want them to, like, do anything scary. I think if they were going to mess with us, they would. I've talked about it on the show. I have been around UFOs 100%. Yeah. Kayla was in the car with me. And my friend Kelsey was in the car with me. And there was just no doubt. And my body felt the way it feels right now. and it was quiet very quiet and they were big and they were close there was like no sound and that's what freaked me out the most because i was like how can something that big not have any sound i know it's crazy we'll see so i got a tiktok video and you can meditate 
and mm-hmm. there's like different numbers and stuff that you can look up to find out what species of alien you are. Oh shit. And they have a mm-hmm. description. We can like look it up. Yeah. I don't think I want to know though. I'm not ready for that. Maybe that'll be like our one year episode. Yeah. <laughs> what alien is very? That's like that. Like what kind of potato salad are you quiz that BuzzFeed oh does? Any kind because potato salad is delicious. It is so good. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us for another episode of the Hash Wednesday podcast. This was fun. Oh yeah, I know it was fun. Yeah. I learned about Saint Clair. I learned about aliens. Feel very well informed. Tell them where they can find us. Okay, so you guys can follow us and subscribe on Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Thanks That's for right. listening. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.